today, we're going to be reading a thing. I try very hard not to think too hard about that. I just picture just... I already forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> just, that's why you immediately started like, hey, aren't we reading a story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're just, you're trying to, you're trying to lead us away from this horrible scene. Yeah. That we've been putting And to time. the next horrible scene. Yeah. What is the next horrible scene? It, it right. appears. Well, I mean, we should set the scene since we're all here, right? Sure. Yeah, so. Well, first of all, hey everybody, welcome to Undercooked Analysis. Now, I don't know how much, uh, depending on what happens in post, I don't know how much of the background noise you're picking up. We're recording this outside. And Unfortunately. We are, Unfortunately. We are attempting we to touch grass, but the patio is is not grass, so we're kind of failing at it. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, well. That's a Southern California. Grass is soon to be out. Grass is for, for losers. Forbidding. losers. What is grass? Things. We just don't know. We can go touch sand. We could. We could. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, people always tell you, sometimes they tell you to go pound sand, but, you know. Yeah, I, I just take it as, you know, a nice, uh, nice advice to do. Go yeah. outside for a bit. Relax. Go outside. Mm. We wanted to try uh, doing a recording outside, partly because uh, we... It's nice weather right now, mm -hmm. but you know it's not. It was hot today. Yes. A little humid, but now it's finally cooled down. The sun's down. It's room temperature. Yeah. Sure. But in but in addition, we also are uh, <coughs> celebrating the fact that we just moved to a new place. Yep. Uh, uh, Abby. Oh, we have Abysmi, Paprika, and um, Matt with us. Hello. Say yes. Hello. I apologize. I'm sniffling. It's okay. We've been. I've been sniffling all day too and coughing. Cause allergies? It just started. Yeah. My allergies are fine until right like now. an hour ago. I don't know Unfortunately. Why. Yeah, whatever. Is it the <coughs> is it is it the doubt? Or is it the Is it the nightmare that is No, the we world? we that's the nightmare, the nightmare that is the world is the best That answer. that is just for safe that. for the dregs. That's fine. That's fair, that's fair. Um but yeah, they helped us move into our new house today. And we are Exceptionally grateful for it. Hey, Gracie. Gracie's here too. Gracie so wants to go inside. Yeah, so since the interior is still full of unpacked boxes and furniture in bizarre positions as we try to kind of get things uh, settled over the next few days, uh, we want to take advantage of the fact that we finally have a backyard space and see if we can use it to our advantage. So here we are, uh, twilight, I guess. Sun's already down at 12. No. It's almost down. Close. It, From our perspective, it's pretty much gone. Mm -hmm. Exactly how many lumens right now? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say 12, 12. lumens. We have 12 watts of sun, guys. Left. <laughs> Great for solar power everywhere. People who understand it that aren't me. Anyway, but yeah, uh, so uh, we were trying to think, hey, well, since we finished the movie, we have a little bit of time. We wanted to make sure we didn't leave everybody empty-handed because uh, we already had a little bit of a, a gap not long ago with UCA, so in proper UCA fa uh, fashion, we slapdashed together recording session after we after the move. So don't say we didn't give you anything. Yeah, you ingrates. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We gave you short story one. Oh, oh what? Sorry, I, did I just reveal what we were reading? <laughs> well, I mean, when LLS fails, we go to short story one. Now we do have a nice backlog of stories from other folks, which is great, but it's short story one. So well, I mean, I'm going to read it. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, uh, actually, Abysme picked these two out. I did. Yeah, I did. so I'm very curious about. So if they're terrible, I don't get to be blamed. <laughs> I don't have a great track record. But but, but. <laughs> it's, it's, but no short story one story is ever really terrible. Nah, no. Nah. They're not. They're just fascinating. No. They are 
they're the most it's so unique because i i mean we've had a couple of uh people who have tried to write a short story one story and fail because they can't like it they sound great like who was it that attempted a short story one it was it Dan? That or, was, uh, well, Dan, or, I think, tried it. It was Troy Wolbrandt. Troy, to, that's it. Ended up inventing the Windigo. Which was... My new favorite thing. Oh, it was great. It was an amazing story. But well, it, did... Okay, what were the circumstances under which he wrote it? Because if it was anything other than 2.30 in the morning and he was fast as, uh, half asleep, then you're not going to be able to produce it, it, short story. No, it was. It was he said, So he did that. And, yeah. And he tried to write it without any proofreading in, like, under an hour. And ended up writing something honestly pretty interesting, right? And fun. Is the voice again? It's hard to get that voice of short story one exactly the way short it's, story one does it. Yeah, no, hey. it's just it's bizarre. So yeah, um, it's sort of a sort of a last minute thing, but we figured, hey, before everybody goes home for the day, uh, we should at least get one of these in. And uh, I protested. The, I was dragged into this. Oh, you <laughs> As usual. Yeah. <laughs> Paprika said Stop no. Stop lying. <laughs> Why are you always lying? <laughs> Alright, you said... Uh, so how, how short are these stories, though? I mean, three to five paragraphs, typically. That's true. So this is more like a UCA s- sampler. This is this is like... I mean, it depends on how long our discussion goes. You well, know guess, how, we'll like, see. you go to Baskin Robbins and you ask for a sample, and then you get the sample? Or like when we That's, went... This we, is that right now. When yeah. we went to Frostbites and they were basically say, please take a sample from us. Well, I walked in weird. there and they are like, have you been here before? And David's like, yeah. And I was like, I've never been in one of these in my entire life. <laughs> and, like, the clerk was really nice and starts like, recommending all these things. And I couldn't hear her at all because yeah, of all the either. noise. And I was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is she, a good sample. I asked for a sample and she mumbled something behind the counter. And I said, yeah, uh-huh, Okay. And then she mixed peanut butter in with the rest of my sample. That's funny, because I heard her doing that, and you, like, agreed to it. I was like, you don't like peanut butter. What is happening? I thought you heard her. (laughs) And it was against my will once again. That one was. That that, that was different. Long story short, I got ice cream. Oh. Hello, helicopter. A helicopter. There it goes. It's raw, gang. This is how raw we're keeping it. We're we're actually not far from uh, a certain airport, which I will not say. Specifically but luckily, it's far enough that we are not going to get it. It's not a big airport. We're no. not that far from Heathrow. <laughs> Heathrow. <laughs> Heath- Heathrow is kind of all roads, all airlines go to Heathrow. We go. We, all we, roads we are in between Dubai and Heathrow. We, we, are. we live in JFK. <laughs> by JFK. <laughs> yeah, we're actually on the roof of. We're McCarran. Of, of, <laughs> McCarran. We're on the roof of like Terminal B at JFK. Anyhow. <laughs> that be so loud. Well. BJFK. Without further ado. Yes, so our first story is... I accidentally married everyone in my village. Happens. Yeah. This feels like a good follow-up to the, the last story, which was about a mountain village where everybody wanted to get married to either the devil, Eldritch... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Angel, Eldritch, Abomination. <laughs> this is the, this is the <laughs> short story <laughs> one epilogue. That, that was fun. One. I really like that one. Right. Was that another short story? No. No, 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 no. No, that one was... No, no, no. This is like... That was straight from Cthulhu. <laughs> it was from Cthulhu as written by Ryan Olyanek. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, used with permission. And Cthulhu has actually uh, sent us a few that they've gotten permission from the authors to do. Okay. Um, and um, I might take a look at more of those in the future. They're not all Lovecraftian, but that one in particular was. And I want to make sure that I made it clear that while you're really leaning into the bit, Cthulhu channeled the story through the mind of Ryan Olyanek, which means Ryan gets all the credit for that one. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. 
But this is short story one. This is a Cthulhu. Pure, pure... <laughs> Although Cthulhu hearing you say that is pissed. Like, how Look, dare you? Cthulhu, <laughs> Cthulhu can deal, okay? Never meet Cthulhu, David. I don't intend to. Never okay. meet your elder gods. No, I will Never meet. Again, I've stressed before, the only one I'd actually You'll be like disappointed. even be remotely inclined to meet is Haster, because he's at least got theatrics on his side. He does. I mean, Cthulhu's asleep for most of the day anyway, exactly. so you probably don't even know we're talking shit about him right he now. He only wakes up at night to fight crime. I would love to meet. He does Hathor. do a very good. No, Hathor? he's pretty bad at it. Dude, who doesn't want to be Hathor? She's yeah. a party animal. I love it. <laughs> so. Literally a party animal. Yeah. So what's our reading order? Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I'll, I'll start us off, and maybe okay. we go uh, clockwise. Okay. Okay. Right. Figure it's easiest since we're all actually. And Abysmi pointed out something that there's four paragraphs and five, five people. people. Oh yeah, four paragraphs. <laughs> That's so. fine. Who yeah. doesn't want to read? Sniffles. I want to read. Okay. I want I, everyone I'll, skip to me, there. skip me. I'll forego reading. Ooh, ooh, skip me, skip Haley, me. Sorry. I'll start then, fine. <laughs> okay. David doesn't read. I don't okay. read. I don't know how. I've never known how. I've just cheated my way through <laughs> almost 10 I years host of a podcasting. Reading. I host a reading podcast, but I don't know how to read. Yeah. That oh, sounds like a short story. That's a good way to learn how to read, though. Yeah. <laughs> short story one, there's a prompt for you. I, I've hosted a podcast for years, but I don't know how, how to read. Help. <laughs> Help. I got an English degree, but I don't know how to read. That's actually that. That seems like actually. Well, skill. you know, there's that. Actually, th- there is that theory that there is a producer out there who is illiterate. But oh yeah, he, <laughs> I remember this. Because he has to have everybody read him <laughs> his the like the outline and scripts. Actually, new new prompt, new title for a short story. I'm so glad I never learned how to read. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Watch a short story. The one I love being illiterate, but I think that the first way I put it was more short story one style. Watch, sorry, sorry, this one says, surprise, I've already written it. He probably has. We're catching on to you and your your tropes. They, I, we, we still don't know. All right. I accidentally married everyone in my village. I accidentally married everyone in my village, and I know that sounds crazy, but bear with me. <laughs> we usually do. In our village, there is a pillar with everyone's name on it, and to be married to all of them, you must pour your own blood on it. Nope. Okay. Pour? How much blood they take? But, and also, how do you, like, pour? Enough. Like, do you, do you just, is it like, <laughs> do you cut your, th- th- like, thumb and go, like, pour it? Like, <laughs> they have a blood wall, guys. <laughs> a blood pillar, if you will. Join my blood wall, guys. <laughs> I used to play bass for blood wall. <laughs> that is, I, no, blood actually. Wall sounds good. That's a I sick like that. name. Anyway, yeah. here's blood wall. Today is going to be the day that I'm going to bleed all over you. <laughs> uh... I went to the pillar to simply observe it, and it was in some empty graveyard, and I saw every person's name written on the pillar that lived in the village. I accidentally cut myself on the pillar. How? <laughs> oh, wait, it's like, as I wanted to touch it and didn't realize how sharp the edges were. Ooh, oh, shiny. Who just goes up to a rock and cuts himself on it? I mean, come a on. A lot of people, uh, I suppose. I mean, me, me drunk in college. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, my blood had spilt on the pillar, and now, by law, I was married to everyone in the village. <laughs> Only adults could put their name on the pillar. That's a lot of free sex. <laughs> Wait, well, I love that it ends with that's a only lot of adults. <laughs> that, that's, that's a lot of legal obligation. I, okay. I do find it funny it says uh, only adults. Like, it, it is so out of the blue. Well, because that way you don't marry children. Or, it's a smart, smart, smart legal, uh. Foresight so, here. Yeah, but how, how does divorce work in this? Well, also, if it's a community property state, you now own 125th of your own belongings. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, how big is this village, is the question. I mean, if, if it's, a village is like, what, maybe a couple hundred people? So, this is a lot. 
Are we talking a provincial village? I don't know. In this poor provincial town. I couldn't believe it, and everyone in the village had sensed my blood on the pillar being spilled, and now I was every woman's and man's husband that lived in the village. They all became demanding of me and told me that I needed to do this and that now that I was their (laughs) husband. I couldn't believe I was married to everyone in the village. I wanted a way out, but there was no way out because once you spill your blood on the pillar, you are married to everyone who is living in the village. (laughs) It seems like a really weird Resident Evil game. (laughs) I would watch this and be like, it's about Ethan again, but he's just married to everyone. Everything he does is just, oh, no. oh, my wife's constantly yelling at me. My husband needs me to do this. The whole, the, you know how you were talking about, like, oh, in the last game, he, it's him trying to find his wife, and then now that's, this game, it's him trying to find his wife and kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's him trying to find all his spouses. Now he, now he, he goes back to the village in Aiden, but just, like, is married to everybody. And they're like, you saved our village. Now you must marry us. <laughs> <laughs> the game is just the most violent divorce in history. <laughs> You've saved us all. Now marry my daughter. And me. And me. And my wife. <laughs> and my husband. And my cousin. Majority were demanding money for me now that I was married to the village, and <laughs> some wanted my labor, and I wasn't doing any of that. They were all growing hateful towards me as I was being a bad husband to the whole village. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a dick move. He's yeah. by accident, you know, whatever, though. It's like, it's like a shotgun wedding, but oh, more hold on now. cosmic. By the law, they are allowed to kill me, so literally shotgun, if the whole village... <laughs> found me to be a bad husband to them. Then I had a plan, and I purposely started to favor one man and one woman in the village by doing labor for them in the village. Village, village. Then secretly, uh, they they were secretly murdered by people in the village. <laughs> Wait, what? How did I get secretly murdered? What? How did you know if it was How? a secret? Then I, yeah. I purposely picked to favor another man and woman in the village by doing labor for them. Then they were also murdered by my other jealous husbands and wives in the village. <laughs> I, I like how we have la- to specify it's in the village well, every time. I, I kind of wonder like what kind of labor he was doing, because this could be just like moving oh furniture or like farming. Dude, they, they, this whole village managed to trick the one contractor into like <laughs> doing free work. <laughs> so like he would ha- have to help everyone like remodel their houses. <laughs> they actually like sharpened the pillar to like. <laughs> hey, you should check our pillar it's awesome it's made of obsidian <laughs> no wonder he cut himself on it and every house he works on like just turns from a little shanty into a like a proper one-story home <laughs> guys we did it he's fixing he's everything the best carpenter like yeah. the infrastructure on our village is improving thank god the property values finally went up <laughs> it's gonna create a housing bubble though uh, oh no yeah the housing bubble is everyone who owns the houses gets murdered <laughs> secretly the demand for houses goes down because everybody who moves into a house in this village gets murdered. Yeah. Did you finish it? No. Oh, it's a, yeah, no, paragraph's yeah. done, so it's your turn. I, ha- I had found my ultimate plan now, to secretly use and wipe out the whole village by using the village I am married to against themselves. By favoring a small group of people at a certain time, they will get murdered by the rest of the jealous ones. I then found another pillar in some forest, and if you were to pour blood <laughs> onto that pillar... You would be married to everyone in the whole wide world, even the animals. What? <laughs> what? There are There's already the billions of names on the pillar. I am staying clear from that pillar. I didn't, okay, I didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> he just raised the stakes at the very, very yeah, end. Uh, don't go near that pillar. I was like, oh, How I... big is this pillar? In some forest. It could be anywhere. Well, yeah, yeah and like, I have questions about how everyone knows about this pillar. Also, is it a very tall pillar, or is it like a pillar that runs... 
deep underground. Is it like yeah. a skyscraper? Yeah. Also, how how does the billions of names work? You is know this, what? You is know it what? Like Mike Thompson. Mike Thompson. Mike Thompson. Mike. Aruba. Yeah. <laughs> found, Mike Aruba. You know what he did? He found the server, and everyone's name is in the server. Oh God. Oh, no. So maybe it's it's uh, the pillar is a metaphor. It's a server in the middle of a forest. Oh and my god! And the, and the forest is a computer program. Well, I was about to say like it's like in a Russian forest because some Russian oh. hacker has logged in. Well, that was um, that was actually that, what a, what a, God. This is uh, what can I say? It's just it's short story one. It's it, it it it's pretty good advice actually. If you find yourself kind of like being overwhelmed by the majority just pit them against each other slowly and then take your exit <laughs> yep sounds also, like a don't... political system mm. also how did like I love the fact he knew it's like oh yeah they're just gonna get jealous of each other and murder each yeah. other okay. you this think by a certain point right? <laughs> this is why <laughs> this is why you should never use uh, ritual magic to force polyamory yeah, you, you can't force these things. Exactly. You can't. Well, except with ritual magic. In this case, now he was ritually bound as to be a husband slash wife to everyone in the village. I should say they, because we still don't know the protagonist. We don't I'm pretty know. sure it's a he. Oh, the protagonist is in oh, his yeah, male he's husband. husband. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, everyone, he's everyone's husband, yeah. yeah. So now he's everyone's husband, but he didn't want to be. But again, ritual, instead of legally binding, it's like arcane and blood-bound. <coughs> Bloodborne. Anyhow. No, Bloodborne. Never mind. Are we moving on to story number two? Yeah. Now, let's move on to story two. So the second story is how to uncook something. Also by short story one. How to, I, I, now my brain is like, uncook something? Because I'm like going through my head. Undercook something? Mm. Oh. Oh. Breakout. Oh, is Steam. this like a direct reference, maybe? <laughs> I mean, I wonder. Oh, wouldn't put it past him. Oh, no. All right, let me. Uh, I guess I'll start this one. Huh? How many how many one, paragraphs two, are there? Five. Five. Per- hey, we can actually get through this whole thing. No, yeah. I don't think so. Okay. There's five us. David, you start. Okay. This is how to uncook something, and the first thing to do when you need to uncook something is not to eat it, or otherwise it will just turn out even more disastrous. Like this human I have just cooked now. <laughs> I'm going to uncook it, and it is a skill that I have mastered over the years. The first thing I'm going to do is dress the cooked human because when he becomes uncooked. He doesn't want to find himself naked. Now, this is a large human that I am uncooking, and I have asked for help from Hajoka, but his form is of help is odd. <laughs> What's so a the, Hajoka? So there, there is a um, a trope that Short Story One has where people that are actually named in these stories have just they they might like be normal you know common names somewhere, but from a Western perspective, they sound completely made up. Yeah, which is genius because then it's never like it's just like. I saw the name in another title. It was Laren as opposed to Karen. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just making up names. And okay. It's just funny as hell. All right. When I asked for help from Hajoka uh, to help me uncook this human, he enthusiastically said yes. Then he started to rip the wallpaper down, and I do not ha- know how this is going to help me uncook this human. <laughs> so the next thing to do is to put the he- cooked human in a position, like sitting down or in a stretching yoga-type position, to loosen up the joints steadily when he becomes uncooked. Wait, how do you? First of all, how uncooks do we know what makes a human cooked versus? This is uncooked. a dead person. They're trying this, to react. Oh, yeah, this has to be a metaphor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think. Now the person doing the uncooking also has to be prepared for maybe action from the uncooked animal or person, as the surprise of being uncooked can be harrowing. Mm-hmm. 
So be prepared. Like, have your oven mitts and whatever. Because when they uncook, you're going to be ready to jump out and bite your face off. I going to point out, I like Hajoka's name because he'd be like, Hajoka. 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 When I asked Hajoka to help me lift this cooked human, he happily said that he will help me. And he started dismantling the shed. <laughs> I asked him again to help me pick up this cooked human, but his reply was, I am helping you pick up that cooked human by dismantling the shed. <laughs> I knew that I was on my own. Also, this human is still attached as one, and it is advised to always uncook attached animals or humans. <laughs> Could you imagine unattached limbs becoming uncooked and... They just start bouncing everywhere. Always oh, a pain in the ass. You'll get a, you're gonna get crawling claws everywhere. Oh God! I also put cream and skin lotion and shampoo on the cooked human, so when he becomes uncooked, he will have good skin and less itchiness. <laughs> puts lotion on the skin. Oh, what's oh that? no! Yeah. Wait a minute! Oh, dear. Wait a minute! <laughs> I have also attached an oxygen mask to the cooked human, so when he becomes uncooked, the fast pumping fresh oxygen goes straight to his heart. Hajoka is now helping me uncook this human by making a tent up. As I now put the cooked human into the large uncooking oven, I simply watch. The uncooking oven? The What's un- an uncooking? Oh my god! Don't, don't, don't ask. Yeah. Then, as I watch the cooked human becoming uncooked, I then realize that he was some psychotic criminal and that he started banging on the uncooking oven doors. He looked like he wanted to hurt me. You should choose your human and... He you really gotta research better. these things. That's the thing. I feel like I feel like the characters in, in short story one stories never prepare for anything properly. They're always blindsided by something they, they, that they, they could have easily looked at yeah. from the beginning. They approach life with such reckless abandon that they just kind of don't pay attention to their surroundings. Impulse control is not a strong suit no. with these protagonists. Let's just say. Yeah. Yeah. He became more uncooked and more psychotic, and then Hajoka opens the uncooked oven doors and started stabbing him (laughs) with a weapon he made from dismantling the shed. (laughs) Little chickens started coming out of Hajoka's mouth as the uncooking oven was uncooking the chicken he had eaten before. He then wrapped the now uncooked dead psychotic criminal in wallpaper and put him in the tent for now. I've decided where to bury him. Uh-huh. That went. Okay, what I take the? It back. Oh my gosh! This, this just went like to levels of like Twin Peaks. <laughs> this is like perfect for a children's book. The length, the content, the like Dr. Seussian mentality. Yes. I'm just imagining the guy vomiting check-ins because he's like, oh, don't worry, short story one, I'll take care of it. He starts stomping <laughs> <at> the <laughs> Like the whole thing just went. I like. I, Hajoka knows what's up. Hajoka knows, knows to make a weapon, weapon because he knows what happens when you uncook people. Yeah, yeah. Hajoka, Hajoka ate some chickens, so we know he likes chickens. We do, we do. He uncooked and then much about Hajoka. dismantled a shed to get a weapon. Yeah, that's interesting. He, Improvised he, weaponry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so. I wish I had. There's a part of me that wishes I had this like creativity. I would n- have never thought about something like this. It's, or, it's maybe just that's a good to thing. Turn your brain off. <laughs> And just go by instinct. It, it's pure stream of consciousness. Well, it's it, just it, in one sense, there, there, there is that childlike thing of like, oh, I am, uh, like, hey, can you help me with this? Oh, I am helping you. And you're like, no, you're not. And then in the end, you realize, oh, this person did this and this. They is yeah. sometimes help comes in the most different ways. Sometimes it's people vomiting chickens. <laughs> chickens. <laughs> All I could picture was just like just, he's vomiting the chickens from Zelda, the cuckoos, and they're now swarming. Yeah, you know, that is what, that is the mental image I had. Yeah. It, it is a very like 
kind of like you said, like storybook thing of, um, like if a kid was writing a story, it's I went to the store and the store was filled with candy and then a dragon came out of the ceiling. Like <laughs> it just it, it takes turns that make perfect sense to a kid in a kid brain. But but it still works because this is still follows a plot line and yeah. this is a plot line that like that has been used before. It's the whole um opposite day logic well works no 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 no, no. It's, it's, no, no, still, no, no it's the whole detached from reality position unreliable narrative. no but think think of the outline it's okay. kind of like um uh okay let's think of it as a children's children's novel um i <laughs> mommy can you help me make a pb and j of course honey um, she bring, uh, she gets me a plate. That doesn't help me, and as keeps saying, right. "Mommy, can you help me make uh, make me a PB and J?" Of course, she grabs a, a knife. I don't still understand how that's going to help me. And then, uh, and then at the end, it's like, "Oh, the plate is there to put the sandwich on. Right. The knife is there to cut the bread." And then she brought over a friend. I don't know. It's it has that sort of like <laughs> it's the, joke. And then mom vomited chickens. <laughs> chickens. But it's that idea of like so it does. It's a it's a children's story. Yeah. yeah it kind yeah. of it has it, it it has that sort of like oh this person uh, help comes in the in sometimes in a ways that you Unexpected don't ways. yes it's it and has the a moral message. Is, it does have a moral. It's a cautionary tale. Do not uncook people. Yes. Uh, and always have a friend named Hajoka on hand to help you. Hajoka. I think uh, this. I, I I think the best part of the story is just Hajoka. <laughs> but like Hajoka was the true hero. <laughs> Hajoka is the hero we. You we knew. Serve. You knew where this is going. When this is there first, first rodeo? That shiv. Like I just handled <laughs> yeah. the shed. I'm like, why? And then it's like he used a weapon. Guys, that's a, a, a shed. Shiv. the shed. Could you imagine like a world where nobody knew what time tra- time travel was, but they could time travel? Oh. And, like, that's what's happening here. <laughs> Hajoka can, has uh, premonitions. Ha- yeah. yeah. Hajoka can see the future, and yeah. the uncooking of it is just some form of time traveling. Imagine having, okay, so imagine having a friend like Hajoka who you know has premonitions, so you just, like, whenever Hajoka starts doing things, you just let them be. But then you have to explain that to other people. Of, your, your buddy is dismantling your shit. It's okay. Don't worry. It's gonna come in handy later. Yeah, you know, this man knows what he's doing. And then you're all like out partying. The and force is strong. Party, you get jumped, and Hajoka just comes out and stabs the dude, and you're like, "See, what well, does it do?" Yeah. Listen, the reason I brought Hajoka over here, he actually got a degree in uncooking humans. Hajoka, <laughs> like he went to school for this. So, uh, uncooking humans. I still don't know exactly what that's a metaphor for, if it is at all. But I just, I don't think it is. I, I, th- I think there's. It's just kind of has that moral. Of, is it? But like, it's rever- To me, it's what it sounds like. The impression I got, and I still hold, is that it's necromancy. Essentially, it it's taking a dead that? person and bringing them back from the dead. But he also mentioned like this was a psychotic criminal, and I almost feel like it's a metaphor for are they okay to come back into society? Mmm, I wonder. But he didn't know. Way too much anyway. Absolutely, you are. This is just a very big elaboration on that meme of why do they call it an oven when you oven cold, like oven the cold food, then out hot eat the food. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're saying. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well... The milkman's hiding in his If I don't know. It, it, like, short story one just writes things in a way that 
I can't even. I you can't. The mundanity as well. I do like the response. It's a psychotic mundanity. <laughs> Although the it's responses just, are great. Yeah. Like someone says, like, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even look at the comments. Yeah, no, yeah, that's oh, right. Man. These, these stories are such. And I will say this again, short story one. Your stories are such a boon to this podcast. I swear. We appreciate you and what you do, but I appreciate everybody who presents stuff. Let's oh, see. he actually—they—they uh, uh, they actually ah. responded like um, to things. Uh, story, story one. Have you considered taking a step back and really evaluating yourself on your own writing? I've been commenting this forever, and I'm really getting tired of it. <laughs> and short story one replies with, "Keep going, man. Never stop telling me you can do it, man." <laughs> you legend. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, you know, the thread, oh. Hold on, the thread continues. I need oh to know what the God. response is. <laughs> oh. The oracle returns. Praise me. Oh, it, this is other people. They're just. Yeah. Oh, dang it! I was They're really hoping that. This is I, great. I was really hoping whoever was. Nah, it's just it's just, But that was a great uh, response. Oh, I, I, I love that he's getting traction too. Or they're getting traction. Like they on deserve the this. because people like there's still people who go like, "What the hell did I just read?" But there's enough people coming back. Going, oh wait, hell yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is your best one yet. <laughs> Actually, what I love is that uh, so Cyanic Burst respond. That was Cyanic Burst, the person who left the first mm. comment that responded, and they got. Res- they actually at the end said uh, you know will do it was never I was feeling manically off kilter the other day and I have returned to my normal human senses <laughs> I put back on my human face <laughs> see now 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 the people who follow them are becoming short story one characters become disciples yeah <clears throat> I was telling uh, David this earlier like I, I love short story one's writing because um, you can even with like great authors and great stories that we do on this show yeah um, i can always kind of be like you know what there's a little bit of lovecraft in there there's a little bit of this in there short story one is an enigma and a style unto himself yes entirely yes mm-hmm. there is no one else this like unique and consistent in the online horror fiction world that i have yet to come across and i, I just think it's amazing oh absolutely 100 percent. it's a joy every time it every comes time, up now dude, and every time i love yeah it. what a shot in the arm this has been honestly <laughs> well uh freshness ratings for our two stories Ooh, oh gosh. i would give both of them um hojoka as the modern day giga chad <laughs> <laughs> Direct descendant of Dr. Livesey. Hajoka <laughs> <laughs> is the true oracle. Praise me. <laughs> um, I will give this a mouthful of uncooked chickens. <laughs> and I vomit up later. Vomited up uncooked chickens. <laughs> Um, now I'm just. Oh my like, gosh! I don't know how to. I will say how to how to uncook something. Kind of almost eclipsed the last story. Yeah. 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 Don't get no, me wrong. I, I would say okay. A mouthful of uncooked chickens uh, out of everyone in the village that I married on accident. Everyone being married in the village, like it, it started out stronger, but this one ended. Yeah. This, this one ended strong. strong. Yeah. This had a good ending. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I, I give this one accidentally marrying Hajoka. <laughs> While he's vomiting chicken, stabbing a man to death. Don't and then you wake up. The you wake diamond. up 15 years later and realize marrying Hajoka was the best decision. Yeah. <laughs> and now, and now Hajoka saves your life all the time. Uh, I would, I would remake this guy's shed after we killed him. <laughs> That's how I would help. Absolutely. Would you think Ajoka is the one building sheds for, or dismantling sheds, and that's the manual labor for everyone in the village that they accidentally oh, married? Oh, 
What if this is just one of universe lore? What if this is just one of Hajoka's partners, Maybe. married partners, spouses? Like, yeah. What if Hajoka is the guy who married everyone? <laughs> oh my gosh! I did labor for it's a certain. You can say that about any main character, right? Yeah. yeah. At that point, well, yeah. Especially that story was so abstract. You could say it about anything. Well, especially if this is the sequel, and we're just getting a glimpse of what happens when I accidentally cut myself on the pillar that contains the names of everyone in the world, even the animals. We read one that was like. I only give haircuts to bald people. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was lovely, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thank you all for listening to this very unusual and a little bit experimental episode, just in that we're trying to do this in a different environment, which is quite conducive. We have some nice... Very uh, comfortable. Yeah, honestly, this is real cool. Very moody, I like it. Yeah. Got some uh, lights up right now. Um, Got some airplane noises. Airplane. Yeah. Some ASMR. No pain. You People betcha. still do that. Yes. 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 Yeah, surprisingly. It's probably only increased in popularity. Probably. I mean, do they use shorts of ASMR? Because that's the one way. <laughs> YouTube stories. <laughs> Post that. <laughs> Boom, done. Short can- hey, that was someone's kink, all right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, gang, my advice to you this week is broaden your attention spans and watch long-form content and then promote it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, because we need to stop the... Uh, we need to stop the rise. Or not not stop. We need to c- uh, curb the rise of super, super mini micro let, nonsense that warps the algorithm. Well, it's, let it's TikTok the... stories be on TikTok. Okay, that's TikTok. But they upload them to YouTube. Yeah, I know. I know. So, you know, it's kind of weird how this trend, oh, something's popular. We must try everything we can to emulate that thing. Maybe just don't do that. Also, TikTok is an enormous like place for thieves to just steal stories and upload them. Yeah. I found out. It's all over the place, too. There's content theft. It's everywhere. like, it's TTS stuff, too. It's not even like they read it. They just, oh, like, yeah. uh, it's, it's so sad. Yeah. And Bark well, at your dog. Gosh. And it, yeah. it got to say, like, the, the TikTok way that it works where, like, you have less control to rewatch it unless you rewatch the entire thing. Listen. You can only pause it. You have no choice on yeah. sound. Yeah. Only, only choices on or off. All right. Well, Hajoka, get on that. All right, Hajoka. And for you, we ask you, well, that's my free uh, advice, but what I would also like you to do is, hey, if you like this show, why don't you follow us if you haven't done so already, whether it be in podcast form or YouTube form, preferably podcast form. But YouTube form is all right, too. I won't judge. You can just find us uh, under the Creative Horror Network and check out some of the other fantastic shows on the Creative Horror Network, such as The Witching Hour and The Jameson Tapes and Midnight Marinara and Darkly Lit and all the other cool stuff. Backlog episodes of uh, Creepy Cooking Staff and Trick or Track are there, too. They're good times. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If you want to follow us and support us on Patreon, it's under patreon.com slash midnightmarinera. We do prioritize stories that get sent to us on uh through Patreon, from patrons, no matter at what patron level to bump to the top. And usually we have dregs to share. We have a nice backlog of those as well. And if you just want to submit a story to us in general, you can email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com, which is where we curate the stories from. Unless, of course, you are abysme, in which case I will uh, grab whatever he sends to me before, right before we record. Yeah, I, I get special privileges. Yeah, well, you, you know, we're, we're, we're all connected in the short story one appreciation <laughs> circle. Oh, welcome to the short story one appreciation the club. <laughs> the council. The cult of <laughs> short story one. <laughs> sh- praise thee. Praise thee. All praise. The Oracle has all. returned. <laughs> I'm not a part of the cult, but I'm an appreciator, so. <laughs> appreciator creator. We're all going to make a blood pact over this story. On a pillar. And then we're all going to actually. <laughs> we're all going to marry. We're all getting married. married. Get married. <laughs> yeah. Give money to our Patreon to support our, our wedding, our group wedding. <laughs> 
Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. Ha, 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 ha.